Serpent Temple podcast. This week, we are doing something weird and unusual. This week, we're going to be ranking genres because we just didn't have time, to be honest, <laughs> to do a weekly review because our lives are somewhat chaotic right now. So we're going to we're trying to bring you some quality content. And this content will consist of us going through this kind of pyramid ranking system that Floyd has introduced me to that I simply thought was a meme format. But apparently it's a le- legit thing, um, which starts with like S tier being like the good stuff, like shit tier, I'm assuming. A being like awesome shit. Um, B being good stuff, C being, you know, whatever, and then D being fucking sucks dick. Um, is that okay to say? Yeah, well, I've said it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn! I guess I, I went there. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, D is like, damn, that's really bad. So we're we're gonna start. Should we start with D? Should we start with, we the, start with the D? Dungeon? Work our way up. Start with the bad shit. The bad dungeon work area. Okay. We're here to burn bridges, make allies, piss everyone off. I think I'm gonna burn a lot of bridges today. Shit takes. <laughs> this particular tier is called the extensive metal genre list. So yes. it's uh, it's pretty in depth. There are some pretty mental subgenres in here. You so. should see the size of my D tier. Yeah, it's really big. <laughs> it's huge. It's enormous. <laughs> I can barely contain all the genres stuffed inside it right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so why don't you start with your D, Floyd? So, all right, this is what I've got inside my D at this particular moment in time. <laughs> I've got... In my D. <laughs> in my D. What's in your D? I've got a, a healthy servant of gothic metal. Okay, yeah, fair so enough. So I've ranked that as a D. Stoner metal. Oh, shit, shots fired. I know. Okay, and I'll explain that in a bit. Because <laughs> the thing is, Stoner Doom is on this list somewhere. That's yeah. ranked higher. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's Stoner fine. Doom is why. ranked higher yeah. than D, but Stoner metal in its pure form. You've got New Deutsch Harter, which is bands like Rammstein. Mm. I've rated that pretty low because I just don't know enough about it, to be honest. There's one other band I can't remember the name of, but Rammstein never really... Was it Hertzelide? Been... Hertzelide? No, I don't know. Yeah, there's like some German Leiden. name, but I can't... I'm, I'm just going to sound really Oof. inconsiderate if I try and recall it now. I think I just already did that for no, you. No, I've been, no. I'm the inconsiderate. <laughs> Took the bullet for that one. <laughs> I thank you. are welcome. And I've got yes. Melodic Metalcore, also oh. in my D. Because I like classic Metalcore, but Melodic Metalcore I can account as like the newer age of Metalcore, which I'm not really about. I find it a bit too pop-punky. If pop punk was on this list, that would be also... That would be below the D. That would be b- way below the D. Yeah, yeah, way below. Symphonic black metal. <laughs> it's lame as hell. Mine's also in the D. Yeah, yeah, that that's there. Um, and then I've also got Gent. <laughs> Where do I put Gent? So Where's Gent's my in gen? my D. I've lost so it. Just, and do you know what? I'll explain my rationale behind that, because I don't think Gent counts as a genre. If I'm being honest. Gen- gents are a way of life. Because it's an onomatopoeia, isn't it? That's that's where the like name Thor. comes from. So I think it was the sound of that, like of the seven But Meshuga, I love. If you're going to count Meshuga as the forefather of Gent and everything Gent is about, then I would not rank that as a as a D tier band. Well, I'm going to suggest Vildiata as one of the things we review soon. Never listened to them. Are any good? They're really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Always, they're instrumental, right? I don't yeah. remember. I just remember oh. loving them. Yeah. Cool. We'll check them out at some point. And another one, glam metal. I've <laughs> yeah. also got. That's also in my D. Except I'm just not about that. And the last one in my D 
is neoclassical metal. So I've <laughs> never been a fan of Ingwe, uh, Mouse Steam, and those sort of acts. I just find it a bit too kind of pretentious. Ironically, Steve it's Bye. a lot of wank, so it belongs in the D area. <laughs> yes. Do you want to hear what's, what my D consists of? Go on, let's hear it. So uh, this is quite an extent. This is the most extensive uh, area that I've got. So right at the bottom, I've got pagan forward slash Viking metal. Because uh, frankly, I it just I, firstly I can't relate to it because I'm not a Viking. Although secondly, Vikings aren't a genetic thing. Apparently, they're just people who decide to be pirates in Europe. Yeah. So like, you you can't have Viking DNA. So good luck with that. Um, you know, there's reports that say that that the first ever instance of like a death growl or like guttural style vocals being performed is by Vikings, because there's some accounts mm. of certain Vikings making like a roaring kind of noise to imitate an animal. That's very cool. Yeah. You know, I think it was the, it was either the Scythians or it was like a European, it was like a European continental, like the France region, because they basically stopped a Roman invasion, because what they had is they created these incredible horn instruments that had tongues. Oh, okay. And it's like the only incident, instance of this kind of being an instrument of like a literal tongue, so it mimicked it was like a throat because you could manipulate in a very particular way. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. They have a really badass name and they're huge. And like people would wear the horns into battle and they'd blow them. And there's like one guy who recreated how they work and like made the instrument and yeah, it yeah. sounds really brutal and like very metal. Yeah. And like basically when the Romans first saw them, because they like dressed their horses up crazy as well and they had these horns, they literally thought they were demons and oh, they that ran is away. So cool. <laughs> that's sick. It's really fucking cool. There's loads of cool instruments and stuff like that in the Horniman's Museum. Yeah, I, I bet. It's got some really cool, it's got like an old room full of like all these archaic, like ancient wow. instruments and it's just super cool. You could even try some of them. That which sounds are probably not, not now. COVID in, safe. Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> I probably wouldn't recommend that now. Blow this horn. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's the bottom of my D. Um, following that, and um, you're going to be hearing a lot of the word blackened or black here. Blackened doom metal. Second wave black metal. Okay. Oh wait, no, no. This could this it should be first wave and then second wave because second wave, second wave. No, 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 no. Second wave is worse. Yeah. Sorry. Second wave took me a like minute. Your bursums, your Fuck immortals, Fuck mayhems. Fuck mayhem. Kind of counts satiricon in there. They're okay. Yeah. I think. Mother North is a good track. Yeah, and Frost is like strange. He looks like. Not in the Republican way. He looks like a snowflake. He looks like a flake of snow. Yeah. As if he's just any minute going to like dissolve out of existence. Like he's floated down from the sky and he's like fragile and yet somehow strong. And yeah. like you'll look into his eyes and then his eyes will like fill your vision and then you, you blink and he's gone and you just feel slightly cold. Shem, can we isolate that clip of uh, Nina calling them? <laughs> Frost a snowflake can post that on here. Confirmed, Frost is a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a compliment. <laughs> I was walking through Hellfest once when I was like 17, and it was about three in the morning. There was like barely anyone there, and he was like sitting near a, like he was just sitting on some surface, like propped up. And we just both looked at each other and nodded at each other and just continued yeah. on. And it was a very odd moment. I was like, he looks familiar. I just watched him in a documentary. Was it that, that weird thing where you kind of nod at someone? Because, like, you don't know if you know them or not. So you yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a nod because it kind of, like... Exactly. Like, yeah. It was that very kind of thing. And I was like, why is this man looking at me with his strange piercing frost eyes? And then, like, yeah, we both gave each other the, like, nod of semi-recognition. That's what I should have done to Bill Steer instead of uh, a costume. <laughs> I bumped into him in an undisclosed location. 
Yes. In London. No, He's a was... very nice man, apparently. So. <laughs> Speak into the mic. <laughs> That was a very strange sign language exchange. <laughs> it's like playing charades. <laughs> and one syllable. Anyway, um, so after first wave, I've got avant-garde black metal. Okay. And I've got industrial metal with a caveat that I love Nine Inch Nails, but they transcend the genre, in my opinion. Um, followed by industrial death metal, because death metal is better than industrial metal. Then new wave of American heavy metal, um, because I, I'm not a huge fan of like Republican metal. Um <laughs> And then depressive suicidal black metal, because depression and suicide is better than black metal, but I'm not a fan of either of those anyway. And then post-black metal, because it's after black metal, so it's not as bad as black metal, but it's like a little bit okay. And then glam metal, because I like their outfits, but it's still shit. Um, then war metal slash raw black metal, because I like Man of War, which isn't war metal, but it's kind of war metal, because it's not black war metal. Yeah, it's I mean? kind of like sort of like power slash It's like tradie. power. Yeah, yeah, but they're too, they, they don't belong in the power metal world really, right? Nah. They're just their own thing. Nah, they're, yeah, they're kind of like their own kind of entity. They're kind of Motorhead-esque in terms of their... Uh... Yeah, and I don't really like them anymore because they're, they're, they're also, they've kind of outed themselves as cringe lords. So it's a shame really because I love Manowar. Oh, it's a shame. I would never have got that from their promo pics. I know, they, they seem like such responsible put-together <laughs> men, don't they? Um, and then new metal because it's that's hilarious. Um, then metal core, then black fresh, then funeral doom, then industrial black metal, then um, atmospheric ambient black metal, then symphonic black metal, then progressive black metal, then symphonic metal, and then gore grind. Damn. Well, Nina's just named every genre. Just there. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, all black metal <laughs> is fair in my enough. D, where it belongs. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Which brings us to the C. C. So this was a funny one for me because this is still um, there's a lot of genres in here that I'm very indifferent towards or just frankly just confused about so the funk <laughs> the funk one the first one is funk metal yeah I don't really know what funk metal is that, like Rage Against the Machine is it like maybe? psychedelic what's it called psychedelic maggot or whatever the brain psychedelic brain maggot with the the really good <laughs> album cover <laughs> N- uh. funkadelic nah. funkadelic I think a living colour as well kind of remind they're kind of funky I guess I like funk but no. I don't, I've never listened to funk metal. I wouldn't consider funk metal a genre, so I kind of just left it in limbo there. Yeah. Got avant-garde metal. Once again, I feel like that could just cover so many different things. I think that's a bit of another loose genre. Uh, doom metal is in my C. <laughs> um, because, only because there's more specific uh, variations of doom metal that are listed that are in here that I've bumped up a bit higher. That's funny, though, because we're both shitting on each other's chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of Serpent Temple. <laughs> that is all good. We Crossover thrash. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. Just never really done much for me. I like classic thrash, uh, and I like hardcore, but the crossover thin, not really, you know, never really been my thin. Mm. Uh, Paul No Grind, I put in C, because I did have a period in time where I was kind of into gore grinds. And uh, never really got into porn because I just thought it was really fucking stupid and childish. Yeah. And it's just like... You should put you know it in I mean? your D. Huh? If it's stupid and childish. <laughs> well, the thing is, I was going to put it in D, but I was thinking it's got kind of got that association to gore grind, which I do still kind of like. Yeah, I get you. But um, and some of it is, is, is amusing in a really kind of like asinine, childish way, such as the, uh, the album cover for uh, Romper Prop. Had an album called Hellcox. Porn flakes, and the album cover is just a dick ejaculating into a bowl of corn flakes. 
Imagine being at the vinyl pressing plant and that comes in and you've got to, like, they're paying you, so you've got to just, like, look at 1,000 copies of that album cover. I was actually going to buy it as well. I think I saw that online at a distro. I was like, I can't have this album. I can't have this in my fucking, Imagine to my if, physical collection. Like, if, God forbid, like, something happened to you and someone's got to go through your belongings yeah. and they find this and they're like... Yeah, <laughs> it's just really. Like, uh, I try not to have stuff. I wouldn't like be that. so worried about that. It's when they find the fucking Disgorge forensic CD, which has got a really fucking grotesque oh, album cover. I'm not even gonna talk about. It. I'll show about you afterwards, but it's just really gory oh, and fucked dear. up. I saw it in HMV. And it was just like I need to buy this because this looks <laughs> so like no one else buys it. Really brutal and heavy, and it was. Amazing. But it was. Um, yeah, where am I up to? Pornograd. Yeah, so there's that. Post hardcore. Once again, post-hardcore is one of those weird genres that kind of gets lumped in with emo sometimes. Kind of one of those non-entity kind of genres, correct me if I'm wrong. But when I think of post-hardcore, I think of bands like Thrice, Funeral for a Friend, those sort of... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I um, don't know. I'm not yeah. very good at genres. And once again, epic metal. What is that? Isn't a lot of metal quite epic? Epica? I don't, I don't think... Well, I'd say that's symphonic. I think Manowar is epic metal. That's probably a pretty good description for Manowar, I would say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, once again, I think that's a bit of a non-entity. Uh, oh, God, you hate me for this one. Um, I put proto-metal <laughs> in C. <laughs> I mean, we've been covering a lot of proto-metal on we this have. channel, I have to say, and we it have. is great. It is great. But I haven't had enough time to sit with it to really fully appreciate it, which is the only reason why I've done it. It's a process of elimination thing. So forgive me. I do like it. I do really like the Sir Lord Baltimore album. That was great. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably like the definition of proto-metal, isn't it? I mean, it's totally yeah. fine. I put all of black metal in my D tier, so... Ah, but I understand that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <Makes> <laughs> For political reasons. You've got dark metal as well. So yeah. that's another one where I'm just like, ah, I mean, the band Bethlehem kind of described themselves as a dark metal band. Okay. Uh, they've got some interesting shit. I quite like some of their music. It's a bit cringy at times. It's got really, like, histrionic vocals. But it's... Uh, yeah, but other than that, I, I, I don't think it's even really a genre. Modern deathcore, I've put in here, because modern deathcore, I think it sounds quite derivative compared to like the classic deathcore sound. Yeah. I felt like they were doing more interesting shit when it was first becoming the thin, yeah. as opposed to what it has become now, which is more like, you know, like really inundated with too much chugs and like overused breakdowns and like really like atypical vocals to the point where just like, you know, there's a death deathcore vocal style now that is so common in the scene it's just like oh that's just and it's just it's not exciting in the slightest because just like oh cool here's another band that sounds like thy art is murder or you know or an, enter another fucking deathcore band name <laughs> <laughs> uh alternative metal i put in c because i mean once again i think it's too much of a blanket term yeah. if you've got bands like system of a down who i love and i know you love system of a down as well who i would rank quite high but once again, I feel like it's just a bit of a non-entity of a term. Symphonic metal, I put in C because it's never really been my bag. Yeah. Anything kind of symphonic related in metal have never really meshed too well for me. I find it a bit kind of cringy. It is a little a bit time. cringe, a isn't it? A bit corny. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really have the edge that I look for. So I'm a complete edge lord. <laughs> and then that is my... Oh, no, I've got more. I've just realized my list is even longer. Damn. So I've got progressive metalcore because I couldn't even tell you what the fuck that is. Grunge. Oh. Now the interesting thing about grunge is um, Nirvana were the first band I ever really truly got into mm. myself. But 
I would be lying if I said I have ever went back after discovering metal anyway. I've never ever went back and ever listened to grunge. Fair. So I'm just like, there's no real, I just, it just doesn't do anything for me. I feel like there's so many subgenres of metal, which is just an evolution of what was being done or just totally bypassed what was being done in the grunge scene. Uh, groove metal. But you love cattle decap. Nah, Cal Decap more like kind of death grinds, death metal. Okay, to me they're groovy as hell. Groove metal to me be like Pantera and like. Oh, I should put them in my. I do like Pantera's music. I'm not gonna lie, but um, the um, like when I think of groove metal now, I think of Five Finger Death Punch. Are they groove metal? Well, the fans they start off more like kind of like a metal corey sort of bands, but they're kind of groovy now. Really? And then Lamb of God, I would say. Pretty groovy now. I they're, do they're... not feel. Oh, now okay. Because back yeah. then I was like, this ain't got no. Well, I mean, okay. you listen to old school Lamb of God. Like that first album, uh, New American Gospel, was um, produced by Steve Austin from Today's Today. Okay. Like legendary, like really weird, kind of like kind of like rocky, punky, hardcore band, and like almost bordering on noise sometimes. And it's a really like interesting album, and it's mm. really like the production is really cool. And then um, and then even the second album, which was a bit kind of like more like neo thrashy kind of. A lot of like testament style riffs that was produced by Devin Townsend. Quite like that album. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but the production's quite weak on it though, which is surprising. Yeah, I just I think there was like one song. Was it Now You've Got Something to Die For? So yeah, so that's that's groovy. I guess that's a great track. Yeah, that's off of Ashes of the Wake, which is their third album, mm-hmm. which is where they start to make that transition from like kind of like neo thrashy to groovy. Yeah, but any album after that just fully was more like they had that song Redneck, which is fucking trash. Like I, I do not like that. That song might at all. be what made me stop listening to them as well. Yeah. I was like, I don't relate to this music whatsoever. And then um, my last one is Progressive <laughs> Doom. Just because I'm just like, just if you put progressive in front of the genre, I just feel like it's unnecessary. Because, but I don't know what would be Progressive Doom. <laughs> Lowen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we describe ourselves as Progressive do you really? Doom. Yeah. No fucking way. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 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 Shit, we need to cut that. <laughs> that's so that's funny. So funny. So I would fun. never I have made that connection. Do you know that? That's crazy. We had to but, use some words. Yeah, no. Yeah. no. Okay. Not you guys. I wouldn't put you in a C tier. <laughs> We'd be in D tier. No. <laughs> right, and that is my C category. Okay. My C category is... Um, so I don't think I ordered this very well. I think it went a bit wobbledy but i think at the bottom of my c is probably folk metal because i don't i'm not a fan of like copper clarny i guess they're folk right yeah they are yeah they're nice ish people but they were really sad looking last time i saw them they looked tired yeah last time i saw them play live they didn't play any like the fud the fud the fun (laughs) songs (laughs) like what was that track they called they got a track called vodka right vodka Uh, yeah yeah and it was just like a really like semi-serious set and like no one was into they it. They have serious music. Damn, never really listened to them. You know what? But, That's yeah. probably why they look so sad when I saw them. No one takes them seriously. Poor yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, then I played Frisbee with them once. Then I've got... Um, God, this is really difficult. I'd say probably Death Doom because I find it generally a bit boring because not much happens and there's someone screaming in the background and it's like yeah. a bit... All right, cool. I get it. You're depressed. Um, and then, I mean, we are, we all are, but it's just 
I don't really want to be reminded. Then um, I've got neoclassical metal, because even though I love classical music and I love Necrophagist, even though it's like tech death and there's a bit yeah. of neoclassical in it, yeah. it's generally boring. But I do love the Yingwei Malmsteen performance that he does with this Japanese orchestra where he does loads of like Zelda and Nintendo stuff. Oh, and no way. Really cool. cool. Yeah, I did. I loved Yingwei when I was younger, but I wouldn't listen to it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of, it's cool the first time around and you're like, okay, you can play Mozart on the guitar. That's very impressive. Well done. Then I've got speed metal because it's like, it's just fast. It's good, but it's just fast. And then um, power metal because I kind of like it, but that's how I feel. Yeah. So it's C. Yeah, it's just it's ambivalent. Yeah. It's stick and C. I'm not like I'm going to listen to this power metal band right now. I'm just, it, if it happens around me, I enjoy it. It's that yeah. kind of music. So what's what's your B? Oh shit! Is that all your, your That's C's? all my C. God damn. Most of my stuff was in D. God, you really were do or die. It's really like top tier <laughs> shit. I really uh, like stuff where I really hate stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know what I like and I know what I hate. Yeah, do you know it's funny because when doing this, because to be honest, there's a lot of genres in here where like I kind of had to apply the law of averages. You know, yes, yeah, same. Because there's some black metal bands I love. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a power metal, which I'll get to at some point. I've, I've, uh, yeah, that's I like, why I ranked it. I like like Blind Guardian, they're power metal, right? Yeah, power metal. Yeah, uh, yeah, Blind Guardian, the power metal, Halloween. They were they were good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were speed metal too at times. <laughs> <laughs> so what have I got in my B? I've got war metal and raw black metal. Fair enough. Some of that shit does is really. I, I like really noisy stuff sometimes, and that really scratches an itch because it's just like really terribly produced, but just really kind of style. So what's some examples of war metal bands? You've, you've got probably, you've got Blasphemy. You've got um, Revenge. I knew you were going to say Revenge, but I didn't want to look <laughs> stupid if, in case yeah, it was yeah. wrong if I said um, it. Yeah, Revenge. Um, you've got, um, oh God, what are they called again? Damn it. I've got the logo in my head. I can't think. But Blasphemy are a big one. Diocletian is another good okay. one. It's like a Roman general or Caesar. Roman? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They're quite good when I dig them a lot. Um, but I'd say Revenge is probably the big one for a lot of people because they're like one of those kind of more modern contemporary bands that kind of brought that weird subgenre kicking and screaming into the uh, 21st century. I've never listened to any of those bands, so I cannot yeah. confirm nor deny. Sarcophago as well. Oh, yeah. That's probably, they'd probably, I'd probably I write them. Sarcophago. Yeah. Sarcophago. Well, yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think I heard someone pronounce it like that once on the show, and I was like, oh, okay, that's how I'll pronounce it from now on. <laughs> oh, you were... <laughs> I used to say sarcophago. <laughs> <laughs> like that drink that the fucking the insane clown potty drink. Fago. Fago. That's my first B. Uh, progressive metal. I put it as a B because, and I feel like it's there's a lot of bands who I would consider progressive that I really enjoy. Like, say, if you take a band like Opeth, for example. Yeah. Like, you could even argue that they're progressive death metal, but I'd say they've got to the point now where they kind of mm. have uh, gotten out of that confines and just a full-on... Full-on prog. Yeah. yeah. I, I can say Macedon are kind of prog metal as well, in I'd a way. I'd say so, yeah, at times, yeah. Uh, old-school deathcore, because I do prefer the old-school deathcore to the newer school for reasons as I stated before. I think the old-school stuff was doing shit that was a lot more interesting. Like, the the death metal elements were a bit more prevalent and the core elements were less, like, you know, <sighs> linked to that. Because a lot of new deathcore is actually, takes a lot of inspiration from new metal, I find. 
like a lot of down tunes, like super like kind of sludgy, which I do like that kind of sound sometimes, mm. but that's kind of been done to death. But as you look at old deathcore bands, like take someone like the Red Chord, for example, who were kind of like a weird hybrid of like kind of hardcore um, and like even elements of bands like Converge while, and while having like riffs that sounded like suffocation as well. So it was like a really good combination of sounds that was really exciting at the time when that was becoming the thing. But then deathcore kind of became, you know, just not something that was exciting at all. Hmm. We've got progressive thrash. So I don't really know any progressive thrash. Well, see, when I think of progressive thrash, I kind of think of the more interesting kind of thrash bands that do something a bit more kind of um, um, kind of cerebral. So you've got bands like Voivod, for example. Okay. Consider them progressive thrash. It's a really good prog thrash band called Mekong Delta. I think I like them. They're really good. Um yeah, and um, I would even say, to a certain extent, maybe Coroner. Huh. Maybe more tech I thrash. love Coroner. But yeah, I'd say it's a little bit progressive what they were doing because it wasn't just the classic, you know. Like Yeah, you're right. They're, I think I would agree that they're prog thrash. Do you think Carcass were at times? I think Carcass are just everything. I mean, they influenced everyone, really, didn't they? But mm. um, yeah, I mean, they, they themselves would encompass about four different genres on this list. For sure. I've got Black Gaze. Okay. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for Black Gaze. Black Gaze and I think post-Black Metal, there's a lot of crossover there. I think they're more or less going to be the same genre, like yeah. bands like Death Heaven and stuff. But I do have a bit of a soft spot for that. I've also put New Metal in my B category because that is the era that I did grow up. And I can't deny that I do fucking love Corn. <laughs> there is a lot of love for Corn on this <laughs> podcast between uh, you and Shem, for sure. But then even other bands as well, like I, I really digged the band uh, Mudvayne. They had a great album called LD50 that was like a really cool album, like really jazzy bass as well. Like the bass player is, forget his name, um, but I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'll research it later. But like really like interesting like bass lines and just really cool kind of like, a lot of people kind of said that Mudvayne were um, kind of like a weird hybrid of like tool corn and slipknot oh my god which maybe sounds horrible on paper <laughs> but for some reason it worked on this album <laughs> who else have i got i've got uh where am i up to god i've got a lot of my b categories so bear with me i've got heavy metal just good old heavy metal, heavy metal. isn't all this heavy metal yeah, well, the thing of heavy metal, well, this is the thing. They've also got new wave of British heavy metal on here as well. Whoa, so, yeah. And so there's a lot of crossover with these genres. But I think, you know, think of heavy metal. I think of bands like Judas Priest. Yeah. And even, you know, bands like Saxon, stuff like that. So, you know, the, the classic shit, which I do have a soft spot for. Sludge metal, I've rated quite highly. Okay. So I do love bands like Crowbar and stuff. Okay. I do love that super crushing but slightly groovy guitar tone i think some of the heaviest guitar tone is in the sludge metal subgenre i yeah, would say definitely and maybe even acid buff might even be considered sludge metal or at least some form of it at times i think they're quite grunge as well oh definitely yeah yeah industrial metal um why have i ranked that so high i reckon that's <laughs> I a mistake no you're a colby christ that's, fan it's gone down the d fam you've been relegated <laughs> it was probably a glitch uh, and you got speed metal okay because i do like um yeah, much for the same reason with heavy metal. I do like a lot of those old school kind of bands and, you know, like a big fan of like Manila Road and stuff like that as well. I'm going to lump like speed metal, new wave of British heavy metal and heavy metal onto one here. Like I just love that kind of old school sound. And I think it's kind of been rejuvenated and revitalized by bands like Midnight as well. There's a new, new wave. 
Yeah, and Hellripper, like bands like Hellripper yeah. and Midnight, who've got that kind of that blackened take on that old speed metal sound. And I'd say Venom probably had a lot of speed metal elements as well. Like, And I feel like they're a super, super influential band. Uh, who else have I got? Experimental Metal. Once again, it's like I put that quite high because I feel like I enjoy a lot of metal that tends to be quite experimental and does something different. So I'm not really ranking it as a genre per se, but mm. I'm just saying that a lot of metal that tends to try and do things that are different, I tend to kind of gravitate towards. Folk Metal, I've rated quite high because for every Corpaclani and bands that I've, I cannot abide by i feel like there are a lot of folk metal bands out there that have a lot more kind of sincerity to their music like gorduna for example yeah well they're, well, they're a weird one because i wouldn't even consider them metal but there's definitely like there's a really good band i like called thurfing t-h-y-r-f-i-n-g and they've got like slight like viking elements to their music but they do it in a way that just sounds a bit more kind of like genuine and sincere and like i do enjoy some folk metal music and even um uh, Arcona as well. The mm, um, yeah, I know the one you mean. The Wolf Lady, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they've got some great songs, and I kind of consider that to be kind of folk or folky black metal. I once think again. that's pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah, a lot of crossover there. Uh, Gothic Doom. Mm. I put there as well because I do quite like um, more gothic elements to my Doom music. Big Catatonia fan. Paradise Lost, My Dying Bride, all that sort of shiz. Drone Doom, I've also rated quite high as well. Yeah. I went through a phase where, do you know, I never understood Sun O until I saw them live. They're amazing live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and like, it's not like listening to a band and you're just like being, you're experiencing sound. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, um, so I do, and then even like, we've talked before about like Kanate or Kanate, however you pronounce it, and just how kind of visceral and like, well, I would say they're Drone Doom though. It's hard to say, but like they've definitely got elements that I would say are quite droning, but also very kind of like visceral and unsettling. I'd say Earth um, as well. Earth, Maybe yeah, I'm at times too. Yeah. yeah. You got Avant Garde Black Metal because um, I'm a black metal fan. And like I was saying with experimental metal, I like genres that try and do some things differently. And you, I'll take a band like, say, A Forest of Stars, for example. Mm. I'd say they are the quintessential like experimental black metal band. They're really something. good, yeah. You know, all their kind of like strange Baroque elements and things that they've implemented into the sound that I think are quite cool. Uh, what else have I got? Sorry, I've got loads. I'm getting near the end. Got technical... No, I've already mentioned technical thrash metal. No, I haven't. It was avant-garde thrash metal, wasn't it? God, this list is so ridiculous. Damn, that's pretty, yeah. So what's tech? Tech oh, no, was like necrophagist and shit like that. That'd be technical death metal. Wait, you said tech, fra- sorry, you this said tech technical thrash. thrash metal. I'll, I'll lump this in with like progressive thrash metal. Yeah. Because more or less, I'd say similar thing. Where are we up to? Blackened doom metal. Okay. So there's a really good band from Wales actually called Ghost. That oh, have, really? Like, Blackened doom sounds. Yeah, that's yeah. an unfortunate name now. I'm assuming <laughs> they were around before... Yeah. Um, Swedish ghost. Well, I'm not sure actually. I'd have to. Oh, really? Have to encyclopedia well, that's metal. That's a very silly choice if you're doing that after Ghost did their things, but I'm sure they're fantastic. They got pagan Viking metal, so yeah, much of the same reasons as folk metal. Progressive deathcore, because um, once again, I'm just lumping that in with old school death metal. Funeral doom. I do have a soft spot for funeral doom. I do like bands like Esoteric, Bear Witch. Who's uh, a Bear Witch? A Bear Witch. <laughs> Whale Witch. <laughs> Second wave black metal. So I do have a soft spot for it. <laughs> and uh, some of that stuff is pretty good. Like I'm it's, not um, judging. We're, a, it's, we're an open-minded bunch. 
I I prefer some of the newer, more ambient and atmospheric black metal, but some of the second wave stuff is still uh, it's some of the first black metal I've already got into, so it's hard not to have a sense of nostalgia towards it. So that's why it ranks so high for me. Post metal as well. Bands like ISIS. <laughs> Sorry, just so weird saying the name ISIS because like, I know <laughs> bands like so-called ISIS. <laughs> it's um, do you hear about the guy that got the ISIS tattoo? Oh like, no, yeah. that's awkward. It's just fucked him up on every <laughs> oh no, every sort of uh, going to a, like any air f- air flight. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We're wrapping up here. Folk black metal. So much for the same reasons as folk metal. I, I like the kind of folky elements, especially when they introduce like uh, traditional instruments and stuff. I think that sounds really cool and adds a different element to the music that kind of elevates it. Death Doom, because I love the combination of death metal and doom. So uh, like aforementioned bands like Paradise Lost and then uh, Disembowelment as well, who me and Shem have been uh, waxing lyrical over. Gore Grind, <laughs> afraid quite high. Because once again, same reason as Second Wave Black Metal. I do have a soft spot for it. A lot of Gore Grind doesn't take itself too seriously. I do like that about Gore Grind. Yeah. I loved it as a teenager. Like so many of my D-list bands were things I listened to the most when I was <laughs> younger. And finally, Metalcore. Just straight up normal Metalcore. Because I do have a soft spot for the Metalcore in its purest sense. So I love Killswitch Engage. And then if you're going to consider a band like Converge or Norma Jean and those sort of bands as metalcore, then yes, I do enjoy metalcore. I like Converge. I think Norma Jean's come on in the car and I thought it was cool. It's kind yeah. of chaotic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got quite a cool, like they lean more towards like the hardcore sort of side, but they're, um, but they're pretty cool. They've got some pretty sweet breakdowns and stuff. I feel like I haven't listened to them in years, but maybe it's Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. Do you know them? No, I've never heard of them. Oh, they're great. Maybe yeah. they're metalcore. I like them a lot. No, well, I'll check them out. And that is my B tier. B tier. So it's time for my B. Um, mine's much smaller than yours. <laughs> I have a very small B. Uh, so right at the bottom, I've got old school. Actually, no, I've done this all wrong. Right at the bottom, bottom I've got symphonic death metal because it's better than symphonic, symphonic black metal. But I can't really think of much symphonic death metal, to be honest. I would say symphonic death metal would be something like Flesh God Apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty good. Um, and then Neue Dutch Harte, because I loved Ramstein growing up and I loved yeah. all their music videos. And I liked how they were always pushing the envelope, even if they did push it a bit too far for my yeah. own taste sometimes. Uh, Drone Doom, because I think that's going to be like my number one in this in this tier, because Ohm, basically, but um, and Earth. But there's not much else I'd really listen to yeah. in that subgenre. And then I've got Grindcore because I like grindcore as well, even if I'm not a huge fan of porno grind. <laughs> um, new wave of British heavy metal because Judas Priest, but I hate Iron Maiden, so yeah. it kind of balances out. You never mentioned that before, so it's come uh, as a bit yeah, of a shock. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever told anyone this. Um, <laughs> and then funk metal because I like funk and I like metal. And then gothic metal because I love typo negative. Yeah, and I don't fun. really know what else I'd put in there, but because I love typo negative so much, it kind of has to be in yeah. the beta. I think this is like an example or, or like a lesson in why creating so many subgenres is kind of problematic in the sense where there's like so much, so many bullshit genres on this list. Because it's just like, fuck it, there's so much crossover that I think it's just melting our brains at the moment. It is like, I've never had to rank the things I listened to before and it's genuinely like a bit of a mind fuck for sure. Because I'm looking at this and like, on any given day, this would be different. 
Yeah. And I'm looking at Drone Dune, and, like, and I, I thought, I, in my head, it was like over or something, who I'm not a fan of for obvious yeah. reasons. Well, not obvious. Um, but now, now I'm like, this should really be in my in my shit tier. Oh, yeah, band that band Mismore. We were talking about them off camera as I well. They'd be like a droney sort of Dune band. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. All right, so shall we go to the A? Let's do my A is much shorter, so don't worry, I won't be rambling on. <laughs> oh, actually, rambling. it's not that much shorter. <laughs> 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 I keep forgetting I could scroll across. All right. Here we go. I've got hardcore because nice. I love hardcore. I think hardcore in its purest form is totally righteous music in a non-religious way. <laughs> and I've got progressive power metal. So I've kind of put that and power metal together because I would say Blind Guardian at times are quite progressive yeah, I'd agree in with their that. music because they've got quite a varied discography and have added like a lot of different elements into their sounds that I would consider progressive. But I am also a fan of a lot of classic power metal, whether it be bands like Halloween. I even love bands like Avantasia and sort of like Hammerfall at times. You know, it's, it's cheesy as fuck. And, like, and no one is ever going to fucking deny that it is corny as fuck. But at the same time, I can't help but like it. It's good that you, you like that and you're not like, oh, I can't stop listening to porno grind again. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a preferable genre. And you've got Black Thrash. So much for the same reason that I ranked Speed Metal quite high. Like Black and Thrash and Black and Death as well, when they're combined, I think can create some really solid fucking gnarly riffs. I've got to say, I want to redact my D-list Black and Death because I've realized some of my favorite bands are Black and Death. So that's gone up into my S tier. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah, oops. Um, yeah, I agree with you that Black and Death is actually like a really cool subgenre. It takes the best of the black metal and makes it even better. Well, that's kind of what death metal does to thrash metal anyway. It's it kind true. of is like an evolution of the genre, you know? Yeah. Um, like, because I feel like you, you, a lot of thrash metal now, like from the 80s, does sound quite dated, whether that's down to the production or just the fact that the music is quite similar. But it's uh, but yeah, so that's why I always rank sort of black and thrash and death thrash quite high. So take like the, the really fucking like high octane energy riffs of thrash and just add that flavor onto it. That kind of just makes Spicy. it. Hashtag chef's kiss. <laughs> you got avant garde grindcore. I put this here just because I love grindcore so much. <laughs> but um, avant-garde grindcore, I, I wouldn't know what to classify as avant-garde grindcore, frankly. I don't. There's know. a. I tell you one thing. Grindcore and gore grind from the Czech Republic is fucking wacky as balls. There's some bands called like a negligent collateral collapse. There's a band called Contrastic. Their album covers like a crudely drawn picture of like the Little Mermaid. Oh, it's just like just really weird shit. Like it is fucking out there. There's a lot of bizarre like um, electronic influences on it, and it's just. And there's another band as well called Alienation Mental. They've got an album called Ball Spouter, but. The album is fucking wild. I think Shem will actually love it. I need to show him the album. But yeah, so if that's avant-garde grindcore, then, then that ranks it. quite high. Symphonic death metal, I've ranked quite high because, um, you know, I do feel like as much as uh, I'm not a fan of symphonic black metal, whether it be bands like Dimu Burger, Dimu Burger, I do think that when done tastefully, symphonic elements can really add to the music. I think you, Agreed, yeah. even if you look at, say, the recent 1914 album. That was a, that's a good example, actually. That's yeah. fantastic, yeah. Because they had some symphonic elements in that album, but done in a way that I thought was quite tasteful. And, uh, and I do actually have a soft spot for bands like sort of uh, Flesh God Apocalypse as well. I think they, much in the same vein as Power Metal, could be quite cheesy and corny. They, it can be quite cheesy and a bit over the top, but uh, I enjoy it. 
For a man who hates cheese, IRL, you love cheese. <laughs> yeah. AFK. I don't know. Post black metal. Because um, I ranked that above black gaze because I think that's more of a definitive kind of term for this sort of music. But I love bands like Death Heaven. I, I think I think that sound is quite cool. Yeah. I think it got shit on a lot at the time, and I kind of think you know that's kind of kind of really punk rock in the way they said, you know, fuck you. We're going to do a pink album cover. I love that. Just, just just to fuck with everyone, just to subvert everyone's expectations. Is it like black metal about your emotions instead of black metal about being a Chad or something? So it's more about the atmosphere and kind of like, you know, the um, the ambience of the music. So, yeah. Okay, cool. I dig it. Uh, yeah, I need to listen to that Sunbather or whatever it's called album. And I've got Technical Death Metal. So I am, this is a double-edged sword because I love a lot of tech death. You know, bands like Necrophagist, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, And even, like, I I really dig newer bands like Archspire as well. Cryptic Uh, Shift, they're tech death, Cryptic Shift, yeah, yeah, definitely tech death. Yeah, it's like a definitely tech prog death. Um, Even bands like Origin as well. I bloody love Origin. Um, So, yeah, but for every, I feel like there's enough great bands in that genre to elevate quite high. Definitely. For every band that sounds like, you know, a necrophagist kind of ripoff. Also, Spawn and Possession, another great technical death metal band. Thrash Metal, I have ranked quite high because I do have a nostalgic soft spot for Thrash Metal. And as much as I was sounded like I was kind of dissing it before, it's more that thin where if you were someone who was getting into metal that wasn't around in like the 80s or 90s and didn't get into it through Thrash Metal, I could totally see why you wouldn't like that genre, wouldn't give it much time because it's, it's very much of its time. But if that was some of the first shit you listened to, like that shit was wild. Like one of the first albums I heard was um, was a, a, was fucking Sepultura, Arise. And it was just like, you know, I would consider that a thrash album. And I was just like, well, this shit is like next level. And like, like even the early Metallica albums, like I, I know they get shit on a lot, but like I enjoy Master of Puppets. I think it's a great album. Ride the Lightning too. Uh, new Wave of Swedish Death Metal. Oh, yes. So, I mean, I love the old wave of Swedish death metal as well, which isn't on this list, like bands like Entombed, Dismember. Uh, but the new wave, there is a lot of new bands coming through that's kind of revitalizing the OSDM scene. Bands like Lick, L-I-K, really good. Uh, Carnation, who aren't Swedish, but they kind of have a bit of that HM2 kind of sound. But it's a real cool uh, kind of revitalization of that scene that's happening at the moment. Uh, I've also ranked quite high <laughs> depressive suicidal black metal because <laughs> I cannot lie. Some of it does have some really, really good riffs. It's really edgelord shit. And let me preface this by saying that like, I am not condoning like a lot of these bands that have really questionable lyrical Shining. subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. But like Zaster, for example, but like there are some bands out there who have the same sort of musical sound but without the bullshit lyrics. And it is really fucking good. Like it's, it's, it, the music is very much akin or similar to that style, but without like the cringy sort of edgelord lyrics. And you got new wave of American heavy metal. Cause I do have a soft spot for bands like, um, like I was saying before, kill switch and, uh, some bands in that scene, that I think are massively underappreciated, uh, shadows fall, for example, don't know if you ever listen to them. That just makes tears don't fall, they crash around me, just suddenly start looping in my head for about <laughs> two years. Yeah. God, yeah, that is a catchy song, to be fair. We've, yes. I've never really listened to Bullet from a Valentine. The, the Shadows Fall singer had like dreadlocks that like went down to the floor. Cool. And it was super cool. His name was Brian Fair. Wow. Um, but they were like super, like they were one of those bands, like at the same time, you had Lamb of God, Kill Switch, Shadows Fall, and then like 
unearth and God forbid were kind of like underneath them and nice. they were all kind of rising up at the same time which is what created this movement of new American wave of heavy metal but at the same time like all these bands encompass quite different sounds like it's not so it's not really a genre per se it was just more a period of time where cer certain bands were coming up and re revitalizing the mainstream American scene and a lot of them are really good I really like God Forbid they're another great band uh, Power Metal I've already covered that Old School Death Metal I feel like I've already covered that Slam Death Metal so I am a massive Death Metal fan and I do really love Slam the only reason it's not in the S tier is because a lot of music that is just purely based on slam can be quite boring sometimes. Yeah, and it's not as exciting as just straight-up death metal that happens to feature slams. Mm -hmm. So you've got bands like, um, say, Suffocation, for example, Eternal Bleeding, where you've got straight-up slam bands, like a band like, say, uh, Cephalotripsy or Devourment, which is pu purely just you know straight-up slamming from beginning to end. Well, not from beginning to end, but like they're more focused on that aspect of the music. I've also put first wave black metal in my A tier because I do love Bathory a lot. I think they're one of the most kind of pioneering and influential bands of the extreme metal scene. And I feel like it's a very important kind of subgenre because mm -hmm. like there's a lot of bands who wouldn't be here if it wasn't for say Venom, Celtic Frost. Was it Celtic or Celtic? I'm always having this argument. It's Celtic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, and then yeah, Hellhammer as well. Um, so yeah, but just surely my love of Bathory is why I've rated that so high. I love their Ratlord shirts. Yeah, sorry, Ratlord. Yeah, not Bathory. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Blackened Death Metal, I've also rated quite high because I would consider that to be bands sort of like Behemoth. And I do think when, when Death Metal has that tinge of Black Metal, it can be a really exciting sound. Can be. Uh, Mellow Death, I've also rated quite high like because um, I think when done right, Mellow Death has got some of the arguably most beautiful guitar lines in all of metal music. Mm. And that is my A tier. It's a very big A that you've got there. Well, you might say, fucking A. <laughs> um, so here's my A tier. It is just a little bit bigger than my B tier. Um, I've not really like ordered these very well because it's really hard at this point to know what I like more. But at the bottom, I have grunge because I love it. I don't listen to it very much anymore, but I think it's like it was definitely my like influential genre. Um, like getting into Nirvana and stuff like that and, and exploring the whole, oh my God, music can be about emotions and not about like partying and <laughs> yeah, yeah. watches, I don't know. Um, and like, or just repeating a word over and over again, which is like all I'd listened to of Western music at that point. So yeah, grunge is cool. Um, and then I've put stoner metal just because I'm in a band that's often referred to as a stoner metal band, even though we don't do drugs. So like I kind of have to do that. Um, and then I've got Epic Doom, which is really good. It's epic. I like it. So it's kind of like Candlemas, would you say? It'd be an Epic Doom band? Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe Stone Jesus, although they are technically stoner as well. I don't know. There's definitely Epic Doom bands I like. I just can't think of any. Yeah. I feel like most Doom bands I listen to feel epic anyway. Yeah. So I'd say that. Um, then I've got, yeah, Epic Doom, Stoner Doom, Pro Prog Fresh, because Coroner. I'd say. Fair enough. Um, I love I love that band. I love proggy anything, to be honest. So most of the prog stuff is in S and A. Fresh metal, because I don't listen to it a huge amount, but when I do, I listen to it. Yeah. I love it. Um, sludge, because heavy. Yeah. Is Neurosis sludge, or is it post-metal? What is Neurosis? I would say post-metal slash sludge. Okay. Yeah. Post-sludge. Yeah, post-sludge. <laughs> sludge on it's a post. It's pretty accurate. Sludge on a post-doom. 
Um, yeah, so I like that. I think I've got old school death metal as well because it's, um, you know, I love death. They're one of my favorite bands. And I love Atheist. They're one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And yeah, like some of my favorite bands are death metal bands. Um, tech death because I love that too for the same reasons. Most of the death metal bands I love are tech metal, tech death metal bands. And there needs to be like an element of virtuosity in the music I listen to most of the time, but not in a way that's like overbearing and wanky. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to the mighty S tier. Okay, here we go. It's the creme de la creme. Yes. Here we go. So my first S tier band is Atmospheric, Ambient, Black, Metal. Because <laughs> I do think when done right, Atmospheric Black Metal, which is the, 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 the um, subgenre of Black Metal I tend to favor, does have some of the best melodies and some of the the best atmosphere of the entire genre because mm-hmm. i do love it then i've got progressive death metal nice so the reason i put progressive death metal up here is for the same reason why i ranked uh, the other progressives fairly high because i do like it when bands try and do something a bit outside the box and a bit different and i would even consider if you want to take it in, in its bare bones definition a band like death you can argue are a progressive death metal band ironically because yeah. they're not called progressive death <laughs> purely based on just like if you look at just the, if you look at their discography from beginning to end just the evolution they had as a band like you know from their primitive beginnings to being a fully fledged really quite cerebral and like forward thinking band i think is quite an astonishing kind of leap and it's just a shame that you know like rest in peace chuck because at the end of the day i felt like that man had so much to offer to the scene mm. and it was uh would have been cool if he was, if he'd stuck around to see what would have happened or what would have came of the band, yeah, had, had they had the longevity of most death metal bands. You mean longevity? Well, that's it, longevity. Well, <laughs> longevity. <laughs> that's a beautiful word. I like. So that's it. a death metal band, I think. <laughs> Definitely. And then, uh, in the quite poetically, ranked progressive black metal next to progressive death metal. Oh. And the reason why I've done that is because I was considering Slaved to be a progressive black metal band. And they are my favorite band of all time. Nice. So there you go. That's why that's up there. Then you've got Brutal Death Metal, which is the kind of subgenre of death metal that I do really enjoy. I think because it's just, it's just death metal, but heavier yeah. and more aggressive. And I'm all about that. And it's my shit. Then much of the same reason, you've got Modern Death Metal, which I feel like is a bit of a, you know, that's just death metal, really. Yeah. I don't uh, think it's changed a huge amount. No, I mean, like, the thing is, bit. like, this, this list is, re- is is overly extensive. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, then I've got Grindcore, which I've rated quite high. I've always been a bit of a champion for Grindcore because I feel like it often gets unfairly lumped with the other cores. Like, it gets lumped with Gore Grind, like Porno Grind and Cyber Grind. And I think totally doesn't do the genre justice at all because Grindcore has more in common with, like, sort of hardcore and that kind of aesthetic than any other subgenre in terms of, you know, it's often about really like fucking like relevant societal issues and it's, um, and the music is sincere and like it's performed with passion and it's kind of crusty. It's got a lot of elements of punk to it. Um, like whether it be bands like Nasum, obviously you've got Napalm Death, of course. Uh, but then even like the Finnish band, Rotten Sounds, they're great. I don't know if you've ever heard them. But they've seen them live, but I don't remember anything about yeah. it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Grindcore's a great genre. Uh, Pig Destroyer as well. You know, there's so many bands in that genre who I think are like a, a fucking S tier bands. And I feel like it gets often overlooked in the scene. Hmm. 
and a lot of people don't consider it to be like a metal subgenre and i think and won't listen to it for that reason i think they're kind of doing themselves a disservice oh, we should totally review one soon yeah definitely i'd love to review uh, prowler in the yard by pig destroyer i love prowlers yeah <laughs> i love yards <laughs> well there we go <laughs> And then lastly on my S tier list, we've got Death Grind, which is kind of like, I would consider, um, this is one of those subgenres I'd consider Carcass to be a forefather of. Yeah. And Necroticism really is one of the first Death Grind kind of albums that are combining, you know, elements of death metal and elements of grindcore in a way that's kind of like exciting and vibrant. And then you've got other bands like Aborted, who I'm a big fan of, who took that sound and kind of modernized it. And um, yeah, it's just exciting, much for the same reason. You know, I really love death metal. I really love grindcore. So when you kind of mash the two together and you just get really exciting music, in my personal opinion. And that is my S tier. I once went to see Aborted play live and one of the bands had to pull out. And I can't remember if it was Aborted or if it was another band that was supporting them because the Iceland volcano had erupted. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a band played. And I didn't realize it was aborted <laughs> or the headline band. And I was like, okay, so when's Blah coming on? And they're like, they just played. <laughs> I just spent the whole show being like, cool, so uh, <laughs> when's the next band then? Yeah. I, I know people that did that with uh, skeletal remains at Bloodstock. Really? Yeah, there's something like got swapped around. This would have been 2019. Yeah, because it was the year before. Um, it was the last time Bloodstock was on, sort of pre-pandemic. And um, there was like a switch around last minute. <laughs> so many people watching them thinking like it hey, didn't really sound like skeletal remains on records so yeah that's because it wasn't skeletal remains that's so funny. and it's just um but you know it was i think they played on the sunday so i think everyone's brain was a bit fried and uh yeah. when you're when, you, when you're camped out for a few days you just you could easily mistake you could probably mistake fucking napalm death for epica because you're that sleep deprived I, I definitely have done things like that in at shows um yeah so is that is that your esther that's it i'm done wow that's my list that is that's a big old list so here's my s tier from the bottom up um so at the bottom of my s tier is alternative metal because that's a huge encompassing term um but a lot of the metal i love is particularly alternative for metal um then heavy metal because all of this is metal yeah um then avant-garde metal because i like metal that's different and like I said, alternative metal, hence the ridiculously extensive list. And then you're going to notice a pattern here. Then I've got progressive doom. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like doom and it's doing something different. <laughs> so it's progressive. Then I like modern death metal because it's classic death metal, really. Then I like experimental metal because it's metal for different. <laughs> then I like hardcore because hardcore's great. And I think it, like grindcore, doesn't get enough love. Yeah, 100%. Then brutal death metal because, as you said, it's death metal, but but harder, so that's good. Then new wave of Swedish death metal, um, because I thought that was just Opeth, but it's not. So that's yeah. why that's there. I made a mistake, but Swedish death metal is really good. Um, then groove metal, because I like groovy metal, because it's different. Yeah. Uh, then death thrash, because it's two wonderful genres. Then melo- melodic death metal, then doom metal, then post metal, because again, and then avant-garde death metal, <laughs> and then progressive death metal. Yeah. And then proto-metal, because it's kind of progressive, because it's yeah. before metal. And then progressive metal is my number one. Oh, what a surprise. Nice. Well, very good. I've never heard the word progressive said so many times <laughs> in such quick succession. Lots of progressiveness. But here's the question. If you had to take an axe and completely wipe off one of those subgenres from the face of the earth. Black metal. No, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation there. It would there. be doom metal for you, wouldn't it? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. What would I get rid of? And I'm not... T- 
I'm not going to do a cop out and pick one of these fucking, you know, sub 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 genres. It's like one of the main ones. Um, what would I probably get rid of? Oh. Pirate Mill. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, but that's easy. That doesn't count. Yeah, that's low like, hanging fruit. Like death metal, thrash metal, death thrash power. Yeah, or like the the classic genres. What would I get rid of? I might get rid of power. You know. Yeah. You get rid of Blind Guardian. They're power metal, aren't they? You love yeah. Halloween and Blind Guardian and. Well, yeah. In the words of Thanos, the uh, someone's got the go. strongest choices require the strongest will, or whatever he said. Paraphrasing. <laughs> 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 is it but cold no. chamber that like something's got to give that's drowning pool drowning pool, drowning See, pool this bodies. is how much i know about what is this new metal i don't know yeah. I, I, I was listening to like i didn't listen to any new metal well, at let's all. talk about cold chamber for a bit because okay. we tend to forget that like that band was fucking trash right yeah i did not enjoy cold chamber as they a did band. like the let let the bodies hit the floor song was that them you've literally just done the <laughs> same thing again you literally just said this <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. drowning pool bodies <laughs> you just like, I have like, had like five hours sleep yeah, nah, bless you. and many yeah. I'm so sorry everybody but Cold Chamber the one that's an loco what? the song's called loco but it was he sounds really constipated but basically they're shit and he tried to do what Rob Plimp and Machine Head tried to do and realised oh wait you know, new metal's now out so let's try and fucking do some serious because it's the same singer of Devil Driver. So he broke oh, up Cold Des Chamber. Des Farah. Yeah. And then he formed Devil Driver around about the same time. All the new wave of American heavy metal bands were coming to prominence. And he was like, hey, look, I'm a proper metal head now. And it was just much in the same way that Machine Head released their new metal album. The new metal died. So then they released, uh, was it Through the Ashes of the Empire? I think was Through their... Through Ashes of Empire. Yeah, yeah, that was their like comeback metal album. Yeah. But then, like that could be forgiven. But now, you know, recently New Metal's been making a bit of resurgence. He fucking reformed Cold Chamber again. So the man's just dropping, he just got, just, just smacks of having no integrity. No, but, man, you should get paid. No, I don't like so, him because he gave me a dirty look once. Dead. Yeah, Des. Desa. But, yeah. I mean, each to their own. I'm just saying, I just don't enjoy Devil Driver or Cold Chamber. I think they're kind of lame. I think oh. he's trying to look like the guy from Farscape with a cool chin. Uh, Farscape was a great show. I love Farscape. Underrated yeah. show, actually. I think everyone had a crush on, on the Blue Alien. Well, I did. I had a crush on Scorpius. Don't judge me. <laughs> Scorpius. <laughs> I wanted to change my name to Scorpius when I was young. I'll tell you that. That's so cool. <laughs> I was thinking it's to myself. It's a good thing you didn't because that Harry Potter play. Oh, fuck. It's got a yeah. fucking character Scorp- called Scorpius and it really pissed me off. Yeah, Draco Malfoy's kid is Scorpius Malfoy. Yeah. Do you think he becomes Scorpius in Farscape? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's JK's plan all she's along. About to, to, she's going to listen to this and tweet it. And <laughs> like, yeah. She's, 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 she's planning to, to, to make a union of fantasy and sci-fi by, oh. by making Farscape part of the HP universe. <laughs> HP, I'm going to say Lovecraft. I mean, she <laughs> means, she's like our modern Lovecraft. I wonder what her cat is called. I mean, to... <laughs> don't don't <laughs> say it. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of something, but nah. nah. No, no. Nah. <laughs> I thought you were literally going to just drop some horrific. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. We've got to the point of the podcast where our brains argue and we don't really know what's going on, which probably means we should retrieve ourselves, go and, and decompose into some buckets as we slowly reform. Like Odo from Deep Space Nine, if you are Star Trek fans, which you probably aren't because you're too cool if you're listening to this podcast. Um, 
at some point next week. So thank you for listening. Please let us know what we should do next. Um, do you do you agree with our tier listings? What would be your S tier bands? And who would you or genre? Sorry, Thanos eliminate from <laughs> the genre universe because we'd love to know. Um, there are no wrong answers. So thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. And goodbye. Till next time. <laughs>